Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. We've created a free self-care checklist and it's ready for you to download today. On the checklist, you'll find 50 brand new ideas to practice self-care. And it's not just bubble baths. Download the free checklist today and be reminded of the importance of practicing self-care. Head to themerrymakersisters.com forward slash self-care. All right, let's get into the episode. Welcome to episode 379 on the Get Merry podcast. We're so excited to be back with you with a brand new episode. So this week we're asking the question, can you hack a good mood? I think the answer is 100% yes, but I think it all comes down to awareness, doesn't it? Knowing what creates good moods and also knowing yourself because, you know, what creates good moods for one person does not create good moods for another. Mm. And I mean, you know, obviously we're not talking about where you need, where it's clinical depression, clinical anxiety, these kinds of things. Obviously we need to search for, get help for that. So if you need help for that, we have some links in our description to go and check out. It is always courageous to ask for help. We're talking more about the times where you kind of, you wake up and you're just like a little bit blah, a little bit flat. You don't know why, like your life's pretty damn good. Like you've got a roof over your head, you've got access to food, you've got access to everything. But you still feel a little bit blah. Yeah. A little bit, what is that word that we, all those, that flat, dull, lackluster. You feel like crap. Uh, (laughs) I mean, but why? Why am I feeling like this? I mean, it's so funny. I mean, like, of course, we're all going to have days like this. But I think, you know, as we learn more and like if you're walking this path of, I don't know, I guess trying to enrich your life with stuff you kind of get to know what creates your good moods. Like I'm trying to think of when I was last in a bad mood and I actually can't even, I don't even know. I know. But like maybe actually, like no, a I little know. bit tired or something. Oh, like tired. But I wouldn't say that's a bad mood. No. That's just I'm tired. See, I think a great night's sleep, that's that's a way to hack a good mood. That is so true. That's a good point. Like you need good sleep. And I mean, sometimes it's hard if you have many reasons, like maybe children who keep you up at night. Uh where you can't get that good sleep, that's a difficult thing. But definitely sleep is part of creating a good mood. But I'm just trying to reflect. I think my last bad mood was when I was feeling unwell and sickness. And, you know, if you're going through hardship, of course, that creates bad moods. Mm. But this is more the point of, like, maybe it's a bad mood because maybe you hate your job, uh, maybe your situation right now, you're not where you want to be. Mm. You want to be where the grass is greener. I think, like, you know, that's the bad mood I'm kind of thinking about right now. Yeah. But even for me, like, I'm thinking, like, when we're talking bad mood, it's almost like this, like, uninspired, flat. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, when I'm thinking, like, that's what I'm thinking. I can remember, like, you know, I can 
think back to a moment where I felt like that recently. Yes, like, you know, that, that happens very, like, that doesn't not happen often. Like, it's not like I wake up every day and I'm like, let's do this. Like, sometimes I am, but sometimes I'm not. But I know how to get me into that mood. Yes. So what do you so do? So what do I do? Uh, well, definitely walking outside gets me in a good mood. And if I have a really good podcast... <laughs> Like this podcast? No, I don't listen to myself. Like a different podcast. <laughs> I feel like I have always done that. The podcast thing, I've always yeah. been so good at, like, I think. I stopped because you I. Stopped. I stopped because I got into that stage of, like, I'm so sick of people telling me how to be better. Like, I'm sick of, and obviously I was picking the wrong episodes. Yeah. I was sick of this, like, strive for personal development. And we also were in the midst of, like, building. I feel like it was, like, A the starting things. of, like, building the app and then, like, building the teacher training. And I just was, like, I just need to focus on the build. Yeah. And I stopped. But now I've restarted that. I'm really finding that I have this, like, re-ignition of just like zest yeah and it's listening to other people's stories and hearing through their struggles and hardships and how they overcome them to reach whatever success is to them very inspiring other people's stories are inspiring I mean like documentaries uh movies stories great art you know, you can go to an art gallery and feel in a good mood because your feelings are shifted. And, like, this is what we need. We need to know what action to take to create that catalyst of shifting us from, uh, to, yeah, I feel great now. Mm. It's almost like the easiest hack is, like, to shift, to change our current state, isn't Yes. It? So it's like, okay, here I am. I'm in this flat, lackluster, blah mood, uninspired, don't want to do anything, just want to stay in bed, that kind of thing, when there's, like, this whole world to explore out there, we need to just shift it. And it it can be that simple. Yeah. I think this is what we sometimes forget. And I think perhaps if we're so unaware of, you know, internal and external, you know, if we're unaware of our worlds, it's like we kind of fall into this trap of just, like, going along with emotions, wake up, go to work, do this uh, routine, routine. But then in between all of that, it's like scroll, yeah. scroll, scroll, yes. check, check. Compare, like, compare, yeah. like watch this, watch that, and you're like kind of forgetting to check in. Are my actions bringing more good to my life or actually no, they're kind of keeping me dull? Mm-hmm. So to me, the easiest way is to change the what state, you're doing. change what we're doing. <laughs> Whether that is go for the walk, whether that is instead of scrolling, put on something inspiring or, as we've talked about many times before, open up a book. Yes. Find, like, when you notice yourself scrolling, phone down, book open, such such a good change, but so easily could be a swap to a podcast or an audiobook, anything. Also movement. Like exercise. I love reading uh like this is where Instagram is good. I like following like the neuro uh, doctors who focus on like the brain health and the the way that exercise is such an underused tool to create a good mood. And it just continually blows my mind. Like I know, I know I get dopamine and I know I get oxytocin and I know I get serotonin and endorphins, but then I read it again and I just get re-inspired and remember that's why I do that. And actually then I remember that, oh, that's why I feel that way. Like it's not magic, 
but it kind of is. <laughs> yeah, I think, I mean, and this is the whole thing that we talk about a lot, that, you know, this obsession with using exercise as a physical transformation has diminished the magic of exercise in that literally you can go from a, a crap mood to a great mood in five minutes. Like you don't even need to work out for half an hour. You can just jump up and down for two minutes and you will shift how you mm-hmm. feel because it will get all those those uh, neurotransmitters and happy hormones firing. So you your feelings change. And then this also extends onto like all the other body systems. And this is what humans, like as humans, this is how the body is meant to function optimally, mm. optimally with a little bit of movement every single day. And so this is really where diet culture has played such a negative, I mean, it's negative, but like a really negative impact, I believe, because it's taught us, you know, exercise has to look a certain way in order to be enough. Yes. Like you have to do an hour. You have to even half an hour. Like you have to do half an hour of high intensity interval training. Otherwise it's doesn't, it doesn't do anything. And I feel like this is such a a bad message that we've received and it's yeah. a, a not true message that we've received because as Emma said five minutes two minutes it can make a difference I mean this week we just published a brand new class inside Marybody it's called made you think Pilates and it's nine minutes and 34 seconds <laughs> and in there is also an introduction and an exit like a goodbye so you're moving for I would say eight minutes 30 and you're using your brain because you're moving your body in a different way and you have to think you really have to think what you're doing you have eight and a half minutes of presence eight and a half minutes of strength building movement and you will go from feeling that blah to amazing in eight and a half minutes and I think that we all can find eight and a half minutes I think it's like we can if we prioritize if we choose to and this is the thing it's like I'm not going to say, you know, we all have the same 24 hours. No, like we all have stuff in our life. We're all different levels of busy. We all have different levels of stress. However, I truly believe if we dedicate this time to ourselves, if we put ourselves towards the top of our priority list and dedicate time to movement every day, even just a little bit, even Mm -hmm. just eight minutes, five minutes even, uh, it will like the flow on positive impact ripples out to every other aspect of life and it will multiply in more ways than we imagine. And if you are someone who really struggles to create that consistency, sometimes you just have to be a bit more strict with yourself. Strict might be the wrong word. Disciplined. Yeah. How, how about devoted, devoted? Devoted to myself, devoted to my happiness, devoted to, to my good moods, devoted to my to my general optimal well-being and it's not in a way that's going to deplete. It's not in a way that's going to make you feel like you're a gym junkie or like, you know, addicted to exercise like we have been before. It's like eight minutes a day is not very much. And you might be thinking, well, that's not really going to do anything overall, but it will. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, once you get into the habit, it also becomes easier to, oh, maybe I'm going to do half an hour today. Mm-hmm. Or maybe I'm going to work on moving from my kneeling plank to my full plank and you start working on your strength. Oh, maybe I'm going to learn more about posture and, oh, look at this yin yoga class. I really need to stretch out my upper thoracic spine because I sit too much at my desk. And it kind of just opens up this whole interest 
for you. So you go from this non-exerciser, I hate exercise, to this, hey, like I actually enjoy this because I feel damn good and I have less pain in my body. I'm in a better mood. Oh, and now I'm like being more present with my family and my friends because I've learned to be present on the mat, on the yoga mat or the Pilates mat. Like the ripple impact, ripple out impact (laughs) is amazing. Yeah, I think this is where you realize that this decision, like to add this, it's not taking away from anything else. Yeah. So it's where we realize, like, I'm making this choice. I'm spending time here and it's not taking away from something else. It's actually adding to everything else. And this is the mindset switch that we need to make. It's not about taking time out. to kind of set aside this time, it's a reminder that this is an investment. Like this time is an investment in my health. And it will have ROI. Yeah, and it (laughs) does have a return. So if we remember that, again, it it puts it to the top of the list. Yeah. We need to start looking at movement like that. I would say movement and moments of just being, so moments, even a minute of just allowing yourself to be and breathe instead of going to the next thing, if we can spend time on that, invest our time Mm. in that each and every day, I think the ripple out, the return on investment will be, you won't even be able to measure it Mm. because it will be so big, so impactful. And it can be from as little as 10 to 15 minutes a day, five minutes. Start with five. Like I don't even mind if you start with five. It will make a difference. Yeah. And it is the best hack to a good mood. It really is the best hack. And it's also a fantastic preventative for many, many sicknesses and illnesses and whatnot that, you know, when we do nothing, when we are super sedentary, mm-hmm. it like it's it's proven, it's known. I mean the thing <laughs> yeah, it's like it's not even just how sedentary living impacts the the body systems, it's like also thinking about our posture, but then thinking how our posture then impacts the body systems. Yes. So it it's all connected and therefore if it's all connected, then this one change is all connected. So I think the, the biggest hack for me is adding in those moments of movement because it's like changing your physiology changes how you're thinking. Yes. Like what is that saying? Change your physiology, change your psychology. It's – it, it and is. it works vice versa. Exactly. Too, yeah. If you work on then your mind, then you feel different as well. Yeah. So biggest hack. And I mean, that's why we're we're doing our 21-day challenge. Next challenge, Inside Merry Body, the 21-day good mood challenge. It's going to be daily classes, so movement classes and daily meditations for 21 days. And I think this is where we see the biggest amazing results from our members when they decide to add this consistency to decide to devote themselves. Even if they're just like, I'm just going to do it for 21 days. They do it for the 21 days and then we see yeah, it continue. It yeah. kind of amalgamates, maybe not every day, but maybe it's three to five days a week now. Mm. And it's part of their lives. And, and this is what you want. You want it to be easy. <sighs> yeah, I think, and that's, I think that's the real magic. I mean, I can reflect back on, you know, my journey with exercise and – You know, although I've most of my life, pretty much all of my life, I've always been an an exerciser, a lot of the time came with 
the dread, came with the anxiety, came with the, I've got to do this. Mm. You know, the feeling that it's a chore, a heavy weight. I've just got to tick this off and then I'm okay. Then I'm a good human. And obviously this all changes when you work on your self-acceptance, which we do with Marybody and with this podcast. (laughs) You know, when you work on all other aspects of the mind and creating a healthy relationship with exercise, it becomes easier and easier and easier. And then you find a way of exercise that you love that actually you enjoy that really isn't a chore at all. It's like this thing you look forward to. Like a fun thing. Yeah, like, oh, wait, like I get to do things I like with my life. Oh, yeah, like I get to do yoga and Pilates. It's not a chore or whatever exercise you love. I like to dance or I like to rock climb or I like to go on hikes or I like to go swimming. Or You know, there's so many ways we can move our body. Yeah. Like sometimes we think, like, why do we think we all have to move the same way? Like, why do we think we have to follow, like, that same thing that everyone else is doing? You don't have to go to the gym if you don't like the gym. Yeah, but it is such a nice feeling when it is just part of your life and it's not a chore. It's not this, like, thing you look dreading towards. It's this thing you look forward towards Mm -hmm. and it just becomes an aspect of your day, just like getting dressed, just like brushing your teeth, just like combing your hair. I don't I mean, comb I my hair. hair um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I, I do get very naughty so, so. so what I'm kind of looking at from this conversation is that the daily rituals that we create, and they are that, yeah. well, the daily routines, but can we make them rituals? These, This is what can impact how we feel. So mm. this is what can impact our moods. Should we list other stuff that makes good moods, not just exercise? Look, we get on that topic and yeah, no, it's like, like, oh, here my we God. go. Oh, so we're very passionate so, about movement. So definitely, as I already, I kind of mentioned before, but I think also the opposite of movement, moments yes, of stillness. stillness. So if that is a two-minute deep breathing session, mm. if that is a 10-minute guided meditation, if that is a five-minute shavasana, like so good. So nice. Even just starting your day, like when before you get out of bed, sitting on the edge of your bed and taking four deep breaths, like instead of just rushing to do the thing that you were going to do or picking up your phone and opening up Instagram, starting your day like that, letting that be that moment of lingering in stillness, like after the deep sleep or hopefully you've had a good sleep, I think that could be nice. We talked about reading a good book. That creates a good mood, a good yeah. book. Except then a bad mood when it's finished. You're like, damn it, I need a new book. <laughs> uh, I mean, we talked about the podcast, like listening to other people's stories, inspiration. Catching up with friends. Yeah, But social. good friends. Yeah, not not friends that make you feel bad. <laughs> not No, like checking in with how you feel after different yeah. catch-ups. So if you feel like inspired, expansive, excited about life, that's a good friend. When you feel overwhelmed a little bit, or like I don't know like I can remember some catch-ups where I would feel really overwhelmed with people like just talking so much about all the things that they're doing and it it would just be like this listing of like their to-do list and like everything and I would end that conversation being like I feel like I'm not doing enough I feel really overwhelmed yeah well and And that's on me too yeah it kind of ignited your comparison or whatever uh but it's always good to check in with how you're feeling after you see people and then realize, hey, maybe I don't need to see that person as often or maybe I need to 
I don't know, make sure we're walking while we're talking and not just sitting. Or maybe I need to uh, do a class together or, yeah. I don't know, like I do something, create something together instead of just, I don't know. And I don't it's know. good to have maybe a... Maybe you just break up with that friend. <laughs> no, but it's good to have awareness. I mean, if you can't break up with them, right? Yeah. Uh, if they're part of your life and if it's not a friend, if it's family, it's also just good to have awareness. Okay, hang on a minute. I don't need to take that energy on like they can be like that but I'm not going to be like that yeah. and that's that comes with awareness yeah I also think finding I'm trying to think curiosity passion having something you're really into in life creates good moods mm. I always go back to you know if you're a musician if you love playing music you know that creates a great mm-hmm. mood right if you, I mean, there could be like a great, like maybe there's a singer that puts you in a good mood, yeah, like just true. listening to a singer that you love, like a certain song or certain album. But you know, creating, mm-hmm. making, mm-hmm. Uh, painting, craft. Craft is so fun. Craft is so fun. It's also a bit frustrating sometimes too. So you make a mess as well. <laughs> and maybe you have like this singing idea in your mind that you thought you were going to create, and then the end product is just like. Terrible. <laughs> We've that, done that. A few that is times. not what I was planning. Uh, I spent all this money on all uh, this. Of craft course, goods. the big one being outside, sunlight, get in the sunshine, be sun smart, but get in the sun. Uh, dunking yourself in the ocean is a good, good mood. Yes. Cold water apparently is good for no, you. Oh, yeah. Gosh, I've been doing that lately. I've been doing like infrared sauna, cold, uh, four degree dunks and the next day after that and during but the day after I have so much energy my gosh it's really fun to feel that energy well I will be <laughs> interested to check in with how you feel tomorrow after these I mean I'm such a sook I hate anything too cold so I should just have a little second of cold shower that does that will work <laughs> it does the same thing Do, yeah like okay. any any i think well from what i have researched, researched any exposure to some kind of cold therapy yes. coldness well our good friend danny who's also doing our teacher training actually our yoga teacher training she we've had her on the podcast we have we shall link to it yes episode something or rather wim hof uh we'll add a link she is amazing. She teaches the Wim Hof method with the ice baths. For me, it's like such an awful thing, but geez, it is exhilarating after. Mm-hmm. And you do see why it you like you see why people do it. Mm. I do see, but it's too hard for me. It's we too just enjoy cold. The, enjoy the sauna then. Yeah, maybe the sauna is better. The hot for me. therapy. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> or like, I mean. Taking, I mean, if you have the means, if you can book a massage, if you can book yeah. a facial, like some kind of self-care kind of thing, or maybe you just do it yourself, like get a face mask. These little things can create good moods too if even, you're into it. I know, and even if you are really busy and you're overwhelmed, like maybe your big your big mood, your bad mood has come from doing too much. Mm. As Carla said, like taking the time to meditate, to be still, but also taking the time to just do nothing. Sometimes that is the answer as well. You know, just feels to, like luxury to sit on the couch and do nothing and don't scroll. Uh, to sit on the couch and relax, to take that deep to breath just, out, to just take a moment 
sometimes that is all we need. We need to switch off. We need to just go for that bike ride that's leisurely. Yeah, not for exercise. Go for the walk that's slow. Mm. I mean, it is exercise still. But it's slow and it's not like so purposeful. Maybe it's just like a, ah, maybe to go put a picnic rug out by the lake, the ocean, the forest, whatever, the park, and just sit and just be. That sounds so nice. I want to do that now. Yeah, that's really nice. I do love that. Uh, I mean, when we were talking about yoga teacher training, it reminded me when you were talking about the walk, like that satvic state of like, you know, it is still purposeful, but it's not rushed. It's calm. You are taking everything in. You know, sometimes when you go for a walk and you're on a mission and you just want to get it done because you're yeah. like ready to go for the next thing, which can feel really good, like you feel really inspired for your day, but also sometimes it's just nice to take that leisurely walk. Like I'll usually do that in the afternoon with Chino and this Chino, this walk is – oh, sorry, now Chino's looking at me. Chino's like, this is Chino's walk. Like it's not yeah. for me. It's for him, but it is for me because I get to just like Just cruise. relax. <laughs> Oh, yeah, he's barking. If you heard that, not sure. I really enjoy this topic. I think it's important that we reflect on this and, you know, understand how we work as individuals and, you know, having more knowledge of the actions we can take to create better moods. It just seems like, well, it is. It's a a way to bring more joy into life. And uh, yeah, we're all going to be different. That's the yeah. thing. We have to get take the time to know ourselves. And we're living in this world right now where it is, you know, there's so much go, go, go. There's so many to-dos. There's all this ambition around. There's all this comparison. There's all this digital stuff, which is fantastic as well. However, I mean... <laughs> Baba! He's barking. Oh, my. I think it also is this thing, right, where... You take a moment and it's like, well, what is Oh, he's barking a lot. He really heard his name. Like, what is the point of it all? Like, what is life for? You know, this big question that sometimes we answer, or, or not answer, I don't have the answer, but this big question we think about on this podcast, I mean, we can get so obsessed with these to-do lists and then you come to the point of it like, well, why are we here? What are we doing? Like, it's important to feel good isn't it is it it is we don't want to feel bad not all the time it's a part of life I know Carla is currently rubbing Chino's belly he's a very highly anxious dog Chino needs to know what makes him feel in a good mood belly rubs definitely attention definitely he's such a sook he was just making the funniest noises like when I was rubbing his tummy he was going <laughs> like that <laughs> hilarious this you know what puts me in a good mood my dog like every time I see him I'm like I love you so much yeah I guess and that's the the people thing people you love but it's like this weird like it's so big the love for Chino (laughs) sometimes he puts you in a bad mood too though true (laughs) when he's so annoying (laughs) (laughs) that's like all the people we love too though isn't it yeah of course it's like (laughs) They they put you in the best mood and they can also like annoy the crap out of you. You're like, why are you doing that? Why didn't you? Do that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So we would love to know what puts you in a good mood. Reach out. Tell us all about it. Uh, maybe you figured out how to hack your good mood. And if so, 
please share. Um, like baking, that's a fun thing to do also. Cooking. Yeah, and then you get like, to have, eat and it. having like, you know, dedicating time to cooking a great meal, going and like getting the ingredients and like being excited yeah. about it. That, that puts me in a good mood. I love doing that. Mm, so that's really fun. If you're interested in joining us for our 21-day Good Mood Challenge, though, it's starting on the 14th of August. It's going to be fun. Uh, join Marybody. There's a free seven-day trial. That's probably the best way you can join, and then you can test it out, see if it's for you. Uh, because exercise and meditation, I believe, is one of the easiest ways we can be in a good mood and help ourselves every day to be in a good mood. Uh, so join us. It's going to be fun. Otherwise, if you've got comments, questions, feedback, let us know. We're always here and we love to hear from you. Otherwise, can't wait for next week. What Bye. episode is it going to be, Emmy? You've got oh, it sorted. I have no idea. <laughs> Bye.